makes wonder if fairy tales really come true. a bit of a brand new song from my guest Madison Krebs that is called Real Real Thing. It's her brand new release and we'll hear the song in its entirety a bit later here on the show. She is originally from Okotoks, Alberta and she now lives in Nashville. Welcome to the show Madison. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. <laughs> it is yeah it's great to have you here and uh, you've been on in the past so it is great to welcome you back to the show. And, uh, man, I saw this song online just in the last couple of weeks when you posted it, along with the lyric video. This song is catchy. It's very, it's got a unique uh, rhyming structure, and it's just really cool song. Thank you. Yeah, I, it's, I'm super grateful that it's out in the world now, and especially the lyric video kind of shows hints of Okotoks, actually. So um, I'm glad people get to hear it and see it visually in that sense. Yeah, lyric videos are really cool. I mean, there's other elements to it, but just to to have something to look at, to see the lyrics done in a fun way and that in sort of a creative way, along with the song, is pretty effective. Yeah, and, you know, the as you were saying before, it's kind of like the song has a really interesting and different lyric structure um, with just yeah. different words, and it's kind of unique in that sense. Um, and a little quirky. So I, I love that, you know, people can actually see the words and sing along to it. It's because it's so, it is so catchy. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is cool. Tell me a bit about that song, uh, the, the story behind the song and where it came from. Yeah. Um, it, Real Real Thing is just kind of based on my perception and perspective, really, on, you know, what I've been through and what I've seen with love and um, in relationships and mm-hmm. um, I, and what other people have been through as well. So it's just been, that song kind of um, encompasses all the things that, you know, I've seen and what other people have been through. So um, I got in the room with a couple of uh, co-writers of mine from Nashville and we kind of brought our heads together and we're, um, we started collaborating a few months back and right when we wrote wow. it, I was like, man, this is a cool song. It's really catchy. <laughs> and I just yeah. felt it in my heart. And I was like, okay, I need to release this song. This feels like a Madison song. So, and it just makes me want to dance. And I think, you know, if it makes me want to dance, I'm sure some other people might want to dance to it too. So, um, <laughs> I was like, I should just release it, and, you know, um, hopefully it brings light to, you know, some people in their day and um, makes them mm-hmm. smile, and that's that's the whole point. So, yeah, that's kind of exactly. the whole uh, story behind the song. But That is really cool, and there's just so many amazing lines in here. There's, there's one here. I've seen a rendezvous turn into a honeymoon, <laughs> turn into crying in a U-Haul <laughs> truck. 
<laughs> and on and on. Isn't that visual? That is very I'm visual. like, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that's like it's a fun it's a fun line. That is probably one of my favorites for sure <laughs> in, in the whole song. And it's so fun to sing and I think it really paints that picture for everybody. And, you know, I'm sure and unfortunately I know some people have been in that situation and it it's kind of that melancholy you know, line in the in the whole uh, song that kind of paints that picture for everybody. So, mm-hmm. it says a lot in a few lines. It sure does. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it says it in an interesting way. That's the whole one of the big parts about songwriting, right? So much has been said and done already. It's trying to find a, a different spin on it, uh, a little more creative way to say what others have already said. Yeah, and I I have so much fun using different words, and I always seek to find, um, I guess, just the perfect way to kind of, you know, make something a little bit more interesting and kind of like, oh, those are Madison's words in a sense, like that's how she would say it, and really those words I love, so I just wanted to bring that (laughs) into a song form format, so. Yeah. Yeah, people should uh, check out online. Of course, they can see at your social media sites uh, and, and probably YouTube, uh, Real Real Thing from Madison Krebs. Now, I was reading in your bio, which I remember from last time, um, when you were seven years old, you had a dream book that you wrote in. And I've heard of these books, and I'll let you tell us more, but uh, mm-hmm. you were writing in at things that one day you hoped to accomplish. Yeah, um, I... Obviously, I like my my parents are super supportive, which I'm super grateful to have parents like that. That um, kind of at a young age, I've I've three younger brothers, so all four of us kids, my parents gave the, these dream books to, and they have a hundred pages, and you kind of you have the little section where you put in the picture and then the date you want to achieve it, and then a description of what it would be like to, um, I guess, achieve this this dream. And so I've been collecting these dreams and writing them down since I was seven. And, um, the, the book is now officially full. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it's been such a cool process, um, over, over the years to see, um, the accomplishment accomplishments and seeing visions come true. And, Mm. uh, I had a couple in there that, you know, one was to move to Nashville in 2018, and I ended up moving down in 2018. And, you know, wow. I had one was I, I originally, um, I, I wanted to, I, I had signed with, um, I'd been in a competition called the On the Spot Contest with Olay. And um, the first round of the competition, I didn't make it to the top 15 or top 10. And the second round, I made sure to write in my dream book, I would love to make the top 10. And then that year I ended up winning the the contest. So it's just, you know, when you put something on paper and really dedicate, you know, your vision and your time into something, I I believe that anything can happen. And, you know, when that happens, I don't know. (laughs) But, um, you know, lots of things have come true and obviously there's still really, really big dreams that are waiting to unfold eventually, but, um, you know, I'm still working at it. 
So it's just really cool to, you know, at a young age, being able to just write something down just, mm-hmm. just because, and because I just wanted to dream and, um, and it's just kind of continued on in my life and it's, it's sure shaped the person I am today. Yeah. What a great thing your parents did give you that book and also encourage dreams and to dream. And sometimes it's just people mm-hmm. could be, they might not have a dream to begin with, but, but they might be afraid to dream too. You know, they might not, you know, yeah. uh, just might be afraid to think in terms or not be able to express it, but to actually write it down and believe that it can happen no matter how big it might seem at the time is pretty amazing. And as you said, writing it down seems to do something. It, maybe it focuses you. It makes it more real. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I get it. Like sometimes we want something so bad and we're scared to be disappointed, right? If it doesn't turn right, out the sure. way we expect. And I totally get that. And that, you know, like there's things I've had twists and turns and I'm like, Oh, I totally didn't expect that to happen, but it turned out way better. Right. So it's like the initial writing it down sets the intention and kind of, I don't know, for me, it just really puts my heart in alignment with, you know, my purpose and just kind of sets my eyes um, on what the real, real thing is supposed to be. And um, whether how it turns out yeah. or how I get there or whatever, um, it's a process. And, um, you know, you're supposed to enjoy it along the way. So I think the dream book is just kind exactly. of that, you know, goal marker, or, you know, that just that intention marker that helps you just get your foot in the right place. So, and Yeah, and you made a good point there, too, about it might not be the thing that you thought uh, the you know the dream takes another form and that comes with time or, or age experience whatever you don't know until you look back that oh that was a good thing and maybe that didn't happen so this could happen but you don't know until you yeah. look back yeah and like I I still have a lot of life ahead of me but you know like <laughs> and I know 10 years from now I'm going to look back and be like oh that's why it worked out this way or this is why this didn't work out yeah. right and um, you know, I'm totally okay with that. And I've made peace with that because I know for me, sometimes I can set this expectation on myself. Like it has to be this certain way, but I, right. you know, the thing, the amazing opportunities that happened in my life so far haven't happened exactly the way I pictured it. They've happened even in a better way, right? Sometimes or totally nice. different, yeah. like what we were talking about. Yeah. So you just never know, right? And it's just like, what the heck? I'm just gonna write it down, and I'm gonna yeah. say, hey, this is this would be really awesome to have and to experience. And whether, however, that works out, I just hope that it'll lead me in some direction that gets me to where I'm supposed to be. That is amazing. I love the way you put that. Very well expressed. Uh, now, in your bio as well, I noticed two things. I don't know if these are officially in your dream book or not, but two things you were hoping to accomplish. And I was going to ask if either of these have happened. One is to play the Ryman, mm-hmm. and one is to meet Dolly Parton. <laughs> those are definitely those in the pending. Those are pending. Okay. <laughs> it's in the pending um, file. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I Man, I would love to play the Ryman. It's such a – I've, you know, sat in the audience – um, and watch shows in the Ryman, and it's sure special in there. And uh, there's just so much history and just this energy in the in the auditorium that's just like wow, so so amazing. And um, yeah. 
So yeah, I definitely, I definitely love to play there one day. And uh, Dolly Parton, I love her. <laughs> I'm kind of obsessed. <laughs> I always have to bring her up apparently in every single conversation. Um, but I just That's love awesome. the longevity of her career. And mm-hmm. I think she's just someone, you know, as a woman and as just a, a great human being, she's kind of led the way for a lot of people and just done really great things with her career and just how, how she's been a role model to so many people and been so unconventional in the sense of just being so true to herself. And I, I admire that a lot. Yeah, it's amazing what she's done, as you said, the longevity. Uh, she's a role model. She's a business person, a songwriter, mm-hmm. uh, a singer, an actress. I mean, she's done really everything you can in uh, in show business and done it well yeah. for a long time. Yeah, I admire that a lot. And just the way she's branched out into different industries so gracefully mm-hmm. has been, um, yeah. I just, I love that. And, you know, one day I hope, you know, my career in some way could flourish like that as well. That's that's the biggest dream ever. Um, awesome. But you know, I'll I'll follow the path, and whatever happens, happens, right? And I'm just I'm here yeah. for the ride, so I'm enjoying it so far. <laughs> that is great. That's a big part of it. Like you said earlier, enjoying it, enjoying the journey, enjoying the steps along the way, is such a big part of it. Um, do you yeah. do you ever see yourself, Madison? As uh, we talked about, Dolly as a role model maybe even as a mentor to a mentor to upcoming uh, singer songwriters, you know, maybe taking them under your wing and uh, teaching them about the studio or about writing. Do you see yourself in that way at all, uh, helping some others along the way? Um, You know, I'm, I'm here to help in any way I can. And if that, if I can help in another with another artist that is, you know, developing or um, has, you know, that beginning steps of, writing down in their journal, even just a dream. Um, I hope Mm -hmm. that, you know, I, I'm just here to serve in any way I can. And, um, if my music and who I am as a human can help somebody, um, you know, put the right foot forward, I'm, I'm totally up for that. And that'd be really, I'd be honored. That'd be just the coolest thing ever. But, um, yeah, I, I tend to just remember to embody the things that, you know, I think are really good for me and that's to be a good person and to write great songs and stay true to myself. And, you know, I think that can have a ripple effect in itself and hopefully that helps other people. Absolutely right. People see how you're doing and how you're living. And uh, just that's an example in itself without even trying too hard, but just being you. And as you said, you're doing all the right things. Um, we're going to play Real Real Thing right now, Madison. And you talked about it earlier. Uh, before we do, just tell me maybe what you want people to get from this song, either a message or a feeling. What do you hope that, uh, what effect do you hope it has on somebody? Um, I hope, you know, you can feel whatever you want to feel, but man, it's a catchy song and it's fun. Um, I tend to dance to it and smile a bit and kind of jump around like a crazy person in my living room. Um, so if nice. it tends to do that for other people, I, that would just brighten my day. So um, I hope that it just brings awesome. a little bit of light. That's, that's all. That's a great thing. This is Madison Krebs <laughs> and Real Real Thing on In the Country. been in love and falling out again 
I've done comfortable, miserable lies, if they're casual, in way over my head. I've said love when it wasn't love. I've seen a rendezvous turn into a honeymoon, turn into crying in a U-Haul truck. But tell me that you love me, tell me that you need me, tell me everything's gonna be okay. Even if the world stops and the sky drops and the moon goes up. My guest, Madison Krebs, with her brand new song, Real Real Thing. I'll be sure to head to iTunes and get that. And, of course, call your local country station and request it. And check out the uh, new lyric video for it as well. It is, uh, it's great to watch as you listen to the song. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about duet partners and people you might like to collaborate with one day, Madison. We know that Dolly is on that list, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who else is out there that you, whether it's a male or a female artist, or another genre, perhaps. But is there anybody that comes to mind you think, man, it'd be kind of cool to to collaborate with them? Yeah, oh my gosh. There are a lot of people that I definitely admire what they're doing, and the musicians in this community are just so amazing. Um, I would say fellow Canadian Joey Landreth. I'm a huge fan of him, and... 
it would be just so cool to collaborate with him. Um, nice. Yeah. He's a singer songwriter in Canada and he, um, man, he is so talented. Um, there are so many, I, I literally, uh, the fact that I get to write with some really awesome people, um, is the coolest thing ever. But, uh, I would say like Dolly, Joey, um, who else would be a good one? Um, I feel like Alison Krauss would be a really amazing person to collaborate yes. with. Yeah. Um, she just seems like such a, a great person. I've always loved her music. So that'd be a few of them to, to Those name. Are some, <laughs> yeah. To name just a few. I know the list is long and they don't always come right to mind, but I know that you would love to work with a lot of different people, a lot of different voices. And uh, that's yeah. pretty cool. You mentioned about uh, different people writing with. I wanted to ask you about writing sessions in general. So for anybody out there uh, who is a writer, maybe they're new, somewhat new, and they haven't done a lot of co-writing. What is the best way, Madison, to make a co-write session go smoothly and be effective, especially when it's the first time you're writing with, you know, that new writer. Yeah. Um, I think from what I've learned so far, um, just through my experiences has been to just, you know, be that vessel in the sense of just walking in with no expectations and just there to write the best you can and bring forth your kind of flavor and I think that's the best you can do um, in terms of hoping that the, the song turns out um, as something you would want to continue to play live or whatever it may be. But I think, yeah, just kind of channeling that inner part of you that's willing to speak your truth and, mm-hmm. and be as honest and transparent as possible. And that can be hard, you know, sometimes when you first meet somebody, right? But yeah, for sure. um, I think for the best songs that have ever been made have happened so naturally and have come from the heart. So I think that's really important. That makes sense. And as you said, when, you, when you've when you met somebody for the first time, once you've written with them, it's easier to be vulnerable. But that first time, um, you know, you're going to bear your soul if it's that kind of song, depending on how personal yeah. it is. Uh, and that's got to be tough the first yeah. time doing that. Yeah, it, it depends. Like, um Sometimes it's like super, super easy. And then other times, you know, you have to, we chat for the whole day. And then the next session, we, we right. get down to the, the real nitty gritty. So it, it yeah. honestly, every session is special in itself. And um, you, you, you learn something from each one and each person brings something really cool to the table. And I think that's the most magical part about writing with, other people and collaborate it's just the magic of what's going through everyone's brains and hearts Mm -hmm. and how can we translate this onto paper and then into a song right so right it's it's a pretty amazing thing because you've got to do all that uh you know in a three minute song or so and you've got to say it just right and uh yeah it's incredible just the process because you go in there with you might go in with an idea but not much of a fleshed out song of course and by the end of the session, maybe three hours later, you potentially have a hit song or a very good song at least. Yeah. And, you know, if you feel it in your gut and you feel good about it, I feel that you've already won. And um, there's one thing to, you know, write a great song, but there's one thing to really believe in it. And, you know, you have the power to take it somewhere. So 
um, right. yeah, it's, it's pretty magical where a song can take you and what can happen yeah. with it. Definitely. And even the chatting part you talked about, you might chat for the whole session. You know, I've learned that's a good thing, too, because even if a song doesn't come out, the chatting might lead to a song. But even if it doesn't, you're getting to know that person better and getting comfortable with them, which will then help when you do get down to the writing. So you can't sort of dismiss the chat time, even if it's an hour or more. It's part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I personally, I love, I love the conversation. I think it just sets you up for such a, such an experience to, you know, come together and write, write a song together. And I think it's, I just, I love, I love conversations and, you know, digging deep and talking about the Mm -hmm. world and talking about what's on our hearts. I, that's my, one of my favorite parts about collaborating with other people is just getting to know what's inside their head and, how they see the world, right? And um, mm-hmm. how we can put that to a song. So that's really special. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, what has the um, uh, change been and the adjustment and all that and all the positive stuff moving from Alberta to Nashville? Uh, was that a tough decision for you to make or was it pretty easy because it's what you wanted to do so badly? <laughs> um, it was it was a cool <laughs> process. Um, also, like... I, I had been making trips for the past two years to Nashville and I was kind of living out of my suitcase, jumping back and forth, um, between like Calgary and Nashville. Um, and then I finally made, made the official move in February and it was, it was a really, um, easy decision <laughs> because I really just <laughs> wanted to be in the thick of it and yeah. to be present in Nashville and um, I just made, you know, I was starting to make a really great uh, community of songwriters that I was really clicking with. And um, just, you know, my team was here and uh, I just really felt in my heart that it was the best decision. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm always I'm just really grateful that I get to be here and that I have the opportunity to do that um, and the support. I just my my parents were very kind enough to drive my car all the way down from Oaks <laughs> to Nashville, which wow. they must really like me. <laughs> so um, they were awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, our, my family, we love to drive, but man, that was really nice of them. So they drove my car down and uh, wow. that was, that was very sweet of them. And uh, yeah, so that was when it was official. Um, and it's just been such an amazing – I've had a, a great time, but I've also missed my family. I appreciate home so much more in so many different ways since I've been gone. And, um, yeah, I, you know, I miss seeing the Rocky Mountains. There's, there's things that, you know, from home that I'll always hold on to. And um, I'm just mm-hmm. glad that, you know, I get to pursue my dreams and also, you know, try to get home when I can. Sounds great. Sounds great. You've got uh, Nashville and you've got home to always go back to, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is there music to follow up? Is there an EP or an album um, on the heels of Real Real Thing? Um, There will be new music, um, but everyone can stay stay updated on my socials on um, all the new things that will be coming their way soon. Great. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Exciting. We'll, uh, we'll look for that online at your socials and madisonkrebs.com. Madison, I want to thank you so much for being here. It was so great to chat and catch up and to play the great new song, Real, Real Thing, which I enjoy so much. It <laughs> makes me feel happy, too. And uh, so ah, you, great. your mission accomplished. <laughs> awesome. Glad. <laughs> yes. Thanks so much, Madison, and good luck with uh, the Ryman and Dolly and whatever else is left in your dream book. I know you're going to make it Aww. happen, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dave. Once again, my guest has been country artist Madison Krebs. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country. <laughs>